Let's start by talking about what's the typical age for women to get a breast cancer diagnosis. The typical age for breast cancer in the United States is between early 50s and late 60s. And the risk goes up significantly after age 45. What are some of the most common risks for breast cancer? The most common risk factor for breast cancer is a family history. If you have mothers, sisters, grandmothers, aunts who have had breast cancer, the more women in the family who've had breast cancer, the greater your risk. Also, the younger these women were at their um, age of diagnosis, the younger the greater the risk. Um, Other known risk factors for breast cancer, genetic mutations, although they are rare, um, they directly increase the risk for breast cancer. Um, Lesser known risks, but we're finding increasingly that they're very significant, are breast density. So if you get a mammogram and the doctor tells you that your tissue is significantly dense, that's an increased risk for breast cancer. Also, we know that certain dietary habits increase the risk for breast cancer. Alcohol consumption is linked. We used to think that if you had more than five drinks a week, your risk of breast cancer was higher, but now we know that it may take fewer than five drinks a week to significantly impact that risk. And then other dietary choices like a high sugar diet, a lot of processed food, not enough fresh produce are also linked to increased risk of breast cancer. Cigarette smoking is linked to breast cancer. Um, And the amount of body fat, obesity, is also linked to breast cancer risk. Other things that you can control that increase your risk for breast cancer that people might know about. Mm -hmm. A younger age at onset of your menses, an older age at your first childbirth, and then late age at menopause onset. And what would that be considered? So that's usually in the late 50s. With the risk factors that I can't control, what should I do? Is there anything I can do? Well, the first thing she should do is get as much family history as she can. So find out who had cancer, not just breast, but breast is usually the biggest one that's going to affect breast cancer risk. Find out specifically what kinds of cancers people had, men and women, and how old these people were when they were diagnosed. If they can get any kind of idea about that, that's helpful. And your primary care provider should be able to get all of that information together, and then they get a sense of what your risk for breast cancer is. Um, So all of that information really should be in one place with your primary care provider or with the breast specialist so that that person can then look at things and figure out what your risk is. Breast specialists often will use certain risk calculators to get an actual number, a percentage chance of a woman's risk of breast cancer over her lifetime. And they can compare that value to the average risk. So I think that's very important to do because then you have concrete information that a woman can really understand. You can explain to her your risk is elevated mostly because of your family history or mostly because you started your periods at age 16, things like that. And then with that information, you can really guide her as to what kind of screening she should have. Not everyone with an elevated breast cancer risk needs to do more than an annual mammogram, but some women do. So if that's the case, 
depending on what your risk is and why it is what it is, we might recommend doing screening every six months instead of every 12 months. So then we would alternate mammogram with MRI or ultrasound. If women have dense breasts, then we may still do mammograms every year, but we might strongly recommend that she get tomosynthesis, which is also called 3D mammography. We might add ultrasound to her screening regimen. Why be screened so often and why alternate? Women who have a lifetime breast cancer risk of greater than 20%, we know that they are more likely to develop breast cancer within the 12 months between their mammograms. So getting them screened every six months is going to detect more breast cancers than every 12 months. And finally, there's been a lot of confusion recently about when women should start having mammograms and when they should stop. What do you suggest? I tell women that if your breast cancer risk truly is average, and I run the risk model and I calculate the risk for all of my patients, then we can talk about you have the option of starting your mammograms at 45, getting them every year until you're 54, and then once you hit 55, we can go every other year if you want to. At this point, a woman still has that choice. Mm -hmm. At this point, insurance will cover either way. And it's important for a woman to know the pros and cons of getting screening mammograms, what happens if I get a false positive result. And it's important that she just thinks about what her values are and what she's comfortable with. So not only will I counsel her, I also give her all the facts and recommend that she go talk about it with her primary care provider who might know her a lot better than I do. Dr. Quarterman. Thank you.